0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tuck Rule Takes. Um, The Tuck Rule boys, we are back. They are us. We are them. Mike Sullivan here, as always, with my trusty Patriots partner, Patriots pal, Liam. Liam, how you doing, buddy? I am a lot better
1: than I was yesterday, that's for damn sure. Um, You and me both. Held up in my humble abode, which is a hotel room, because I may have Rona, probably don't. But.
0: Uh, that's fine. Now I got it twice. You know, it's one of those things. You just got to keep building up the immunity to it.
1: Yeah, this would be my second time. So if we do, then it's just another thing we have in common.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then you're good to go. And then once you build all that up, boom, you can just go out there. No mask, no nothing. Have people cough right in your face. You're good That's to go. my idea. Go around licking every doorknob in town. All right, yeah, yeah. no, it's funny you bring that up. I kind of, I wanted to go lick um, a gun barrel last night because um, <laughs> what? that was alarming. But yeah, that was that. Yeah, I realized I was texting people. I was like, I'm going to assassinate myself if they lose. This <laughs> game. And guess what, friends? They lost the game. Um, 1917. It was, in case you don't know what we're talking about, Bucks Patriots played really good game. Um, I thought it was. It was you don't kinda, know what
1: we're talking about? There's something up.
0: I don't, yeah. Like if you don't know, first of all, why are you even listening to a Tuck Rule Takes podcast? GMT, baby. Yeah, I don't I don't know. By the way, Coach Guy Sports, again, thank you very much for giving us the platform to vent our frustrations. Nice little uh, therapy session that we have, I feel like, each each week following these games. And just seeing how the season's going, I feel like we're going to need these therapy sessions more and more. Uh, but like I said, 1917, they lost. Um, I, there's a lot, a lot to talk about. I kind of want to talk about some pregame stuff before we actually get into the game. Uh, the The build up to this game, what did you think? Because it annoyed the ever living shit out of me. Uh, it was all parts
1: frustrating. It mm-hmm. was a lot of people, mostly Patriots fans, that are like, the score is going to be 50 to 14 buck in the ears. Like, it's going to be an ass kick. And Tom Brady's going to come in here and lay hell, fury, and waste upon the entire team. And I was just like, Everyone's opinions were just so one-sided. Like they heard somebody say it once, like "Oh, Tom Brady's going to kill him," and then everyone just followed that opinion. And it's like you don't remember that there was another person that helped build this dynasty, and no one apparently gives a shit. Oh, was it? Was it who? I, I didn't it's, know. Uh, it was actually this uh, grizzly old
0: guy by the name of Bill Belichick. Never no. heard. No way. I was told. I was told that it was just. It was just the Tom Brady show for, for yes. 20 years. That's that, that's That was my impression.
1: That seems to be most people's impression. And I am here to say that I had more faith in what Billy B can do than what old Tommy Two-Shoes can do in this game. I just think the disrespect was so one-sided and mm-hmm. everything was about Tom Brady because obviously he just won a Super Bowl. So, everyone's talking about, Tom, this, you know, fucking, he's going to come in here, nine touchdowns. No, no, he's not. He threw nothing. Boom. And it was just so frustrating that everyone just jumps on the bandwagon. Patriots fans are so willing to condemn their own team for some mm-hmm.
0: dude that left you. Mm-hmm. We, we touched on it uh, last week. You, I think we said the same thing where it was like, you know, it's going to get to the point where Brady is going to retire. And I think you even said it when I was, uh, when I was listening to it back. I kind of laughed because you were like, you're going to be sitting there in a room with Belichick and you're going to be staring at him. And you'd be like, hey, so uh, you want to bring us some more Super Bowls? It's like, nope, because you fucking turned on us before. Like you said, the weird part was it was a lot of Patriots fans wearing that stupid fucking double jersey.
1: Yeah, it's just so egregious. Like, people forget people get too caught up in the people who actually play the game and not who like make the players do what they're supposed to do, who teach them the plays, give them the offense and overall run the game. And it's just like, obviously Tom Brady has a tremendous impact on any game. That's not what I'm saying, but Bill draws up this defensive schemes, defensive stuff. He's the overall guy that makes the Patriots engine run over the last 20 years. And people are so quick to throw him to the side. It's like quick. You're married to Bill. Bill is your grizzled, not so charming, eh, a little touchy wife. And Tom is the side piece that you've had for a while. And you've been slam piecing the side piece for a good long time. You're going 20 years not getting caught, no problem. Boom, shit hits the fan. The side piece wants nothing to do with you anymore. And the grizzled veteran wife is willing to stay with you despite the troubles. And he... You know what everyone does? They get hung up on the broad that
0: left. What a metaphor! That I, and, and you know what? It kind of it, it kind of fits because that's just it. You had everybody talking, and it was like it was like, oh, you know, Brady Brady's homecoming, Brady's revenge game. I don't know what revenge he was getting. The dude yeah. went to nine Super Bowls. He shouldn't be mad about anything. What's the revenge? That's like Liam. That's like me and you having a, having a tremendous, a t- tremendous podcast life together. And then all of a sudden you leave, you know, to go, to go to a different podcast yeah, and then you so come back on happened. my podcast. Yeah. And then you come back and you're like, Oh, I'm going to talk shit about, there's no revenge. I don't I'm openly making fun of you. It's
1: like, no, that that's just unrealistic. No. It never
0: happened. No. People, and, and People aren't like that. No, people aren't. And I think, I think what we, and I, I don't want to jump around too much, but I think what we learned at the end of this game, the the it's kind of proof positive that this narrative where belichick and brady hated each other. don't get me wrong there was definitely some tension of course there is you're with someone for 20 years and that's just how it is but the whole like brady wanted to come back and shove it It was a personal hatred thing no it fucking wasn't it was never that it never was ever i get
1: like maybe the competitive aspect like they yeah they're talking about, like, obviously Tom Brady wants to come back and be his old team. We're not talking about that because he wants to win every game. He probably wanted to win this one more than most other ones, probably didn't want to win it as much as most Super Bowls, but he still wanted to win, like, anything else. But he's not like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to embarrass all my former teammates. No, he likes them. He likes his old head coach. And unlike most real-life stories, this one has a happy ending.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it did. So, um, you know, I kind of I want to get, you know, right into kickoff. They do the little uh, – they do the little one-minute video thing. Um, I saw it, they released it online. I, it was it was all right, you know, nothing nothing crazy. Did a little thing, you know. Brady came running out. Everybody cheered him, which it was like, all right. Right then, I saw everybody cheer, and I was like, is this? Please tell me this isn't how it's going to be the whole game, where you know it's going to be cheers, cheers. It's going to be like you're rooting for two Patriots Patriots teams. When when Brady took the field for the first time in the actual game, I don't know if you heard which I'm sure you did. He got booed. Yeah. It, it it made me smile because I think what it was, I think Brady understood it too. They weren't booing cause they, they, they hate it. It was just one of those things. I think it was just like, yeah, we're going to boo you. Cause you left. I don't think there was any real hatred there. No. Cause the same people that were booing him were the same people that were cheering. You know yeah. I mean? Everyone still loves Tom Brady. It. Of course. Of course. And that's the, I feel like that's what kind of, um, after we did our last podcast, um, I feel like a lot of people thought that we maybe don't like Brady. We hate him. No, that's no, not I don't it at know. all. It's so, like, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm indifferent on him right now because he's still in the league when he retires. It's, it's all pretty much going to go right back to normal. I mean, you know, like he's, he's not in the league anymore. I'm going to love him. You're a better right guy than
1: I am because I'm like, fuck him. Uh,
0: yeah, well, see, see that's how I feel about Gronk. I will never feel the same way about I Gronk. I hate Gronk. That dude, well, I hate Gronk. One thing with Gronk, and, and I don't know if this is the same for you. I'm a big uh, professional wrestling WWE fan, WWF. He went to WWE and made a mockery of that and then left it was kind of one of those things where I heard like,
1: about it. I, I don't watch wrestling. But yeah. It's just, it.
0: I mean, obviously it's scripted all that stuff, but, but you know, there's, there's still some sort of ounce of respect you got to have as an outsider coming in, which Ronda Rousey did a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of people, uh, Cain Velasquez came in. A lot of people have respect for it. He came in, disrespected it and left. That was some bullshit. So either way, I'm, I'm out on Gronk. He was at this game because the dude punctured along fractured ribs, cracked ribs, all that shit. Um, so yeah, you know, I think kind of kind of to wrap up the pregame stuff, I was happy they shared them. I was even happier that they Yes,
1: kinda, see, Yeah, see, I, I didn't catch nice. the beats at the beginning of the game. I got it like three plays in, so I didn't see any of the pregame. I was on a goddamn mm. flight, but mm-hmm. um. I, I went back and watched the highlights. Obviously, they don't show the pregame and that, but that was that was the big talk. And any Patriots fan page, all of my friends were like, they booed Brady. Good for that.
0: Yeah, 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 and it was good. I th- like I said, I think it was one of those things where there wasn't any that much hatred at all. It was just, it was nice to see. I was happy they booed him. So I think we should start the game, kind of. I think the last couple weeks, we. Oh, this is episode eleven, by the way. I haven't been saying the the numbers of the episode. We've done eleven episodes. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. Um. Anyway, but, yeah, I think we should start the game how we've started the last few weeks. I think we should start with Matt Jones. I feel like that's where we've kind of brought up Matt yep. Jones. Good game. I don't want to say great, but it was a pretty good game. He was 31 of 40, 275 yards, a touchdown, and a pick that I know you can't take a pick off someone's, off someone's resume. But... You can still put this one on him, but if you watch the play, he put it. It hit Aguilar. It was a it was a great throw for what it was. The ball's wet. Who knows? Aguilar, it, it was going to be a tough catch. Bounced off his hands, went into the defender's hands, whatever. Still a pick regardless. Um, good game by him. He set the NFL record for 19 completions in a row. Yeah. Fuck you. Again, though,
1: I take, it, I take it with a grain of salt because he was firing – Like, you know, in intermediate levels of the field, he was, it was short passes and intermediate. It wasn't anything crazy, but 19 passes is still 19 passes in the league. That's that's
0: the thing. Cause even though, like you said, I mean, a lot of them definitely were, you know, 10 yards, a little less, a little more, but my, cause I was driving home today. I was having this conversation with myself, kind of like getting ready to talk on the podcast and I was like rebuttaling myself. So I was like, well, you know what I would say to that? If it's that easy, why doesn't every – court? you know what I mean? So it's one of those things where, yeah, sure, it wasn't, you know, all 15, 20 yards. But still, for a rookie in his fourth game in an atmosphere that was Super Bowl-like by people at the game and the teams and everything, for him to kind of, you know, step up to that, you know, that pressure that was on him, 19 completions, it was still still impressive, you know. And overall, he threw the ball 40 times. That's a lot. We 40 times. talk about nine incompletions. Yeah,
1: it. <sighs> really, really efficient. But I do have some concerns with Mac after this game. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, uh, let's let's get into it because I have I have some good things to say. To, I mean, that was really. I mean, he he threw the ball really well. I thought um, he's getting fucking slammed, and we'll talk about the old line in a second. You got to fucking tighten that shit up. But but what do you think? Do you have concerns with him? His talent, his skill. What do you what do you thinking? I don't so know. there was uh just.
1: You know, I don't know if it's the whole he's under fire thing. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's like rookie, just getting used to it. But there were just a few reads that most successful quarterbacks wouldn't make the throw that he did or attempt the throw that he did. Especially the biggest one that stuck out to me late in game. He's rolling right, so he's out of the pocket. There's no immediate pressure, but he's rolling out right. He knows he's got to get rid of the ball. There's a sideline. There are guys coming behind him. Space is condensed. And he throws it across his body. Instant no. Almost no Unless you are Patty Mahomes – Or just Patty Mahomes, you don't throw across your body. Brett Favre got destroyed through his career trying to make these dumb plays across the middle, and Mm -hmm. it's just never advised by anyone. So he throws across his body directly into the arms of Devin White. And thank Christ – he ended up dropping it. Devin White wasn't expecting it, I don't think.
0: I don't think <laughs> I like, <laughs> he would. What?
1: He kind of like – and then it just went down, and thank God he was looking at – I think it was Jacoby Myers who was sitting yep. on a curl route right over the middle. Yep. And it was just one of those things where I think he was feeling the pressure and trying to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Seeing ghosts a little bit when he could have taken his time, maybe looked downfield, hell, get to the sideline, throw the ball on. him.
0: Bound. Who
1: knows? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it, I agree. Multiple other situations. So mm-hmm. just that, no, I don't want to base it all on one play. Cause for the most part, he threw the ball. Well, a mm-hmm. couple of out routes that he nailed early oh. in the game were a little suspect toward the end. Aguilar had a fumble catch. On the left sideline which i was like oh my god please. i thought that was gonna get
0: picked and brought yeah. back pick six it's i was
1: like, like <laughs> the defender was right there i was like but oh that
0: that in the in the replay that was kind of on aguilar too they were yes. saying because he and didn't completely
1: was, come back that was a, throw. That so... wasn't a hand throw but it, it could have been better it wasn't mm-hmm. perfect i think the mistake is always in the middle so again with back mm-hmm. it's all about ball placement where you're putting it aguilar kind of had to make a good play for it even though he screwed it up he ended up getting it back and ended up being a first down everything was fine but it's just like one of those things where I and it, I Maybe it's rookies, and maybe I'm overreacting here. But I was just slightly concerned with the decision making, even his pick. I didn't love the play. I didn't love the throw. Yes, yeah. again, like you said, you may not think it's his fault. I think he shouldn't have even thrown that ball. There was there were multiple other options where I, I would did. have rather him squeezed it in and made that than you know it just it, in my eyes it wasn't ideal for him. But then you know like you said nine incompletions 31 of 40 that's a damn efficient game 275 yards is a lot of yards even in a passing league i'm Mm -hmm. used to the early 2000s style of football so uh, (laughs) 200 yards is a good amount of yards especially for a rookie i will actually take that damn near 300 yards yeah
0: it's 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 good and i think i i share the same uh the same little bit of worry that you do, but I think I'm kind of chalking like, like the throw across his body. I'm chalking that up to, he is still a rookie because I think what, I think the, the, the Patrick Mahomes of the world, I think that kind of jaded how everybody thinks rookies are going to come in and play. Yeah, You know, I think we have to remember, this is still his fourth game. Again, it's not an excuse for him to make a bunch of mistakes into his, to his, um, to his, you know, whatever, he hasn't made that many mistakes. But he is still showing that he's a rookie here and there. And like you said, that throw across the body, um, he is still, you know, he, he never looks frazzled at all. I think it's just sometimes the dis- what what throw he takes is what he just has to tighten up. That's what it seems like. I will say one thing, the dude moves in the pocket like a fucking twelve year oh vet. It is I was watching with uh with uh with my in-laws, my wife and everything. I turned over to my father in law and I was like, Holy shit, like you would think that he's been in the league. Like Blitzer is coming right in his face, sidesteps, steps up, hits hits Kendrick Bourne across the middle for fifteen That's the
1: exact play I was thinking. I knew it was I knew, it, knew it was becoming just a quick step and he was out of the play. He was not he making it just that stepped play. like
0: it was nothing. He stepped like it was nothing, yeah. and then on the plays where he was throwing, on that pick, he got fucking drilled. Yes. And and I'm not I'm not blaming the pick on that. I'm saying it more to say that he's standing in the pocket, you know, which I guess it's it's something you like to see because you gotta think that the O line is gonna start protecting him at one point. It's nice to see though that he's not afraid to stand there, take the shot, and more often than not, make the throw. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think overall, Matt Jones, um, still, I, I'm kind of waiting for, I, I don't know, call it, I, I don't know, I'm sitting there, you know, waiting for him to, to fuck up and everything. Other than just like the the minor decisions here and there, like he hasn't had, like, I don't know, there's, there's literally nothing, I know I say it every week, there's nothing that's made me worry about him being the franchise quarterback, if anything, coming out of this game. I'm like, yeah, buddy, like, I'm good with you for the next 10, 15 years.
1: Um, and and I feel somewhat similar like he has the keys it is definitely him like mm -hmm. there's no dispute what am I gonna say like Jarrett Stidham I was just
0: gonna say Jarrett Stidham
1: (laughs) everyone I know with the name Jarrett's a complete utter failure so like I'm sure he's no different and I do not obviously he's not the answer Cam's no longer there it is Mac it will be Mac Mm -hmm. for at least the next three years and if we absolutely hate what we see there I'm sure Bill will move on kind of cut it but he's a top pick. Yeah, Man, yeah he, he was He was projected to maybe get taken by the 49ers at third. People were thinking they were traded up to take him. So it, he's our guy. I'm obviously riding with him. But there, I have some minor concerns, I guess, is yeah. what I would use.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Again, there's always, there's still concerns because you're just worried. You hope that he matures out of that. And I think by the end of the season, I think a lot of the concerns we have are going to be ironed out by him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Mac, obviously, we talked about him. He's good. What I really like to see, and I actually, I mentioned it to you before we started the podcast, he spread the ball around a lot. You had Jacoby Myers, eight catches for 70 yards. Kendrick Bourne, five for 58. Nellyville, three for 55. Brandon fucking Bolden six for 51 loving hunter it hunter henry four for 32 Final. yardage yardage is whatever but four catches that's what i mean he's getting involved yep. damian harris two for 30 and john new smith was three for 14 but he had the touchdown yep so you know it's kind of in uh our, our lord and savior Nikhil harry one catch for 10 yards um i hope i you know we're not going to talk about harry because i don't want to waste time on him but i hope he comes back to be something um i was those two parts of the offense the receivers and the tight ends and Mac Jones I was impressed. I think that, that that offense right there you can win with them. The part that is I'm on my last straw with it is the offensive line. Yes. Oh I, yeah. I don't I I understand this is a position group where if one person goes out You're not used to playing with the other person, then you start rotating. I get that. And that only gives you so much leeway, though. You cannot let your rookie quarterback get hit 12 times. He's been hit 29 times this season, which I think once all the stats update, that will be first in the league. 29 times. He got sacked four times on Sunday. You You can't do that. You can't do that. the bucks defense
1: isn't good which maybe you could chalk that up to him having the 275 yards but like they are really not that good of a defense their their strength would be the pass rush and even then their best pass rusher jpp the man even though i fucking hate him as a patriots fan he's a damn good player he was out yeah Yeah, he, he was out yeah i know seriously and um friggin so I thought he, w- I thought this would be a good game. Like, he wasn't going to get sacked much. And then Dude, as the game's going on, I'm like, oh, my God, it's exactly
0: like the last fucking three games. Dude, once, once I saw that Trent Brown was out, which, again, I'm, still, I'm still confident that Brown's going to come back probably next week or the week after because, th- like, nothing's – there's no reports saying otherwise. It's always he's close. He's close. So I think what they're doing is they don't want to rush him back because I think you can see how important he is. I think if I'm going to make my thing, I bet he comes back week six or at the same time that Gilmore comes back. I think. I think that's Oops. that's when they. Sounds like
1: week back. six is an easy dub if that's the case.
0: Well, I mean, we're playing the Cowboys, so it's going to be easy regardless. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Ooh, okay. yeah, yeah, America's fake ass team. But um, but yeah, you know, again, the offensive line, you gotta you gotta protect them. I was happy with the running backs blocking the blitz, but I mean, that only that can only help so much. You can't. If Matt Jones is going to be the guy, you got to protect him. I'll give you one more game without Trent Brown or even with Trent Brown and things start to suck, but you have to protect him. You have to. And I think once you get Trent Brown back and everything, and you know, the line starts to jive, you can get back to running the ball because Liam, the new England Patriots tallied a whopping whopping total of negative one yards. Now, before I pass the ball to you, the Bucks do have an elite brush defense. In fact, when the Cowboys played them, they pretty much – they didn't run at all. Yeah. And they have – too. So, who, yeah, he's, he's better than what the Patriots have, at yeah. least. And, you know, again, so – and I kind of – I wrote a – I wrote a little grading system on everything earlier today, Couch Guy Sports, go check it out. But um, I – I don't want to eviscerate the running game yet because they had a buck 25 to start one one in the next game. They had 49 yards against the saints, but again, they were trying to throw their way back in there. So, okay, I'll give you the pass, but this game though, I get the bucks have a really, really good uh, rush defense, but dude, negative one yards. Come on.
1: And if, Hey, if we were down 21 to three at like halftime, then I completely understand just cutting out the run, throw our way back into the game. This was a two-point game, didn't go over 20 points. So, like, what the hell is going on there? And I'm still like Josh McDaniels. I have and will continue to have a lot of confidence in his play calling and just this offense overall. But I have concerns that it is becoming fairly predictable, whether that's because of max limitations as a rookie, but it seems like Every pass play is working the intermediate middle of the field with Jacoby Myers or one of the tight ends or working the outside on curl routes with either Bourne or Aguilar. And it's just kind of that same play over and over again. It's always deep over the middle when we need the third and long. It's always the corners to start off after we try a run and fail. And it's just kind of like... You need to switch it up. This dude threw it deep all the time in college. I don't know what the exact problem is. We signed all these guys thinking Cam Newton was going to be our starter. Mm-hmm. So Cam has a cannon of an arm. People he don't
0: does. always agree with
1: me, but his he's jacked. His arm strength, I've seen it many a time. He can sling the ball deep. And I think we were kind of preparing for that offense, and so was Bill. And then we get this, and now we have to kind of taper it back a little bit. So I just have concerns kind of long-term about teams jumping out on that. I'm waiting for Mac to have one of those big games, like a three, four-touchdown game, like a 200, 300-yard game with no picks, just something where he goes out there and crushes it. And I don't know if he can do that in an offense where the fucking deepest route the wide receivers are running are a 15-yard curl on the sidelines, which is an incredible – Credible route if used correctly and split up in between many other plays. But if you're running it consistently on all these downs, that's one of the most jumpable routes for a corner. Mm -hmm. And as somebody who wanted to play corner in high school but was way too big, that is just – that's money. You're salivating at the mouth seeing them do all these corner routes. And like you and me expressed, there was a concern that there was going to be a pick six on a corner route. It didn't happen. We got lucky this time. But there are many, many more games ahead of us where that could happen, and that could absolutely destroy our offense, destroy our momentum, and lose us a game.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, and I think what the only and again maybe it's just in my in my nature. I I like to be at least right now until we'll see what happens at the end of, at the, end of the season. We'll see how I go into next year. But I, I do still like to give them the benefit of the doubt. I would like to be a little bit optimistic because I think the Patriots have earned it. The way I'm looking at it, the only thing that – because I I agree with what you're saying. There's not that many routes that go past 20 yards. There there really aren't. But the two things that I'll say that might be preventing them from going so deep – one, I mean, we talked about the O-line. Maybe, I mean, McDaniel sees his quarterback getting hit anyways. I mean, even if you got a route going out there – You may not have the protection for it. And then, you know, McDaniels might say, you know what, instead of trying to get the big shot, let's just do, you know, the 10, 15-yard play. But there are so
1: many teams that have a shit offensive line that still threw it deep. There are. Kyler Murray in his rookie year, that offensive line was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Baker Mayfield had a terrible line for his first two years, and they still slung it deep. I get it. If you truly have no protection, you can't go deep. But you're going to get – I'd be hard-pressed to find five plays in this game where he had the amount of time to throw it deep Mm -hmm. there just weren't route concepts to go deep or if there were they were either covered or he didn't look that way
0: yeah 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 probably not and honestly you know i don't i can't i can't say one way or another because i haven't you know seen the film or whatever but i would tend to agree with you i think that it's it's it's, it's a mix of a couple things. It's that I do think, like I said, first four weeks, it takes a while for things to get going. I get it, but now things got to start getting going. Okay. No more excuses. The first four weeks are done. So that whole excuse that I use for you, where, you know, extended preseason, that's done now. You're going into yep. week five. You're going into week five against the Texans. We'll talk about it a little bit before we, before we get out of here, but you should be able to open. You should, that should be a get right game, improve a prove it game for you. So I think, Things have to start getting better. I don't, it's been four weeks now. Trent Brown isn't back. He'll be coming back, but you gotta figure it out. Like, I don't know what you have to do. That's not my job, but you have to figure it out because even though you almost beat the Bucks with those 10, 15 yard plays, a couple 25 yard plays here and there, that's not going to work every game because not every defense is going to have a porous, horrid, horrendous pass defense like the Bucks. Yeah. So And teams
1: are already scheming. Like, the way football works is not everyone is like Bill Belichick, where they just Mm -hmm. take it a week at a time. Like, I think the Bucs almost lost last week because they were kind of so hyped up about the Patriots that they were kind of looking forward. I think a lot of teams look forward to the bigger teams on the schedule. Like, Mm -hmm. say you're playing the Texans one week, but then the week after that you're playing the Rams or the Chiefs. I think, for the most part, they're like, these plays are going to work against the Chiefs, so they'll work against the Texans. You know, we got to do this, this, and this. The better teams require two weeks of preparation. There's a reason there's a huge week of nothing, the Pro Bowl, in between, you know, the the conference championship game and the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Like, teams need those extra times to prepare for the bigger teams. And if anyone is preparing for the Patriots ahead of time, they have four weeks of not a very impressive offense. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 Again, I, I think, I, I think what you're saying is right. I think it just, you, um, starting next week, I'm going to be full board. Listen, man, you got, you got to get the offense into gear. I don't yeah. care what you have to do, because like you said, teams are going to start scheming against you. They're going to start crowding. They're going to, they're going to say, okay, hey, beat us deep because we know that you can't block. You have to start doing things and like the trick plays are awesome. I love them, but you can't always count on them to bail you out. And that was I
1: the thing I wanted to mention to you. Jacoby Myers throwing the ball twice. What looked like the longest goddamn play of the game to me was just throwing it in Akil Harry. Of course, Akil Harry can't catch one from our quarterback and catch one from our goddamn wide receiver. Yeah, I don't know how that works. The offense, having the same wide receiver throw the ball twice in a game is, again, an ultimate no for me. Like, maybe it's (laughs) so obvious that the defense wasn't expecting it because they'd be like, why would they do this again? Yeah. Trick plays don't get run twice in the same game. Not yeah. the same trick play, not a different trick play. I don't want to see a flea flicker, and then I don't want to see a wide receiver yeah. like pass. And that's what happened in Tom Brady's last year is we were relying on all these really bad trick plays. Yeah. Like Jacoby yeah. Myers throwing the ball to Edelman, Edelman throwing the ball to somebody else. Smoking mirrors. Somebody yeah. else who throws it back to fucking James White. Mm-hmm. He runs it. It's just – it. it's cool if you spice it in. The Patriots have done an exceptional job with that in the playoffs mm-hmm. against the Ravens. The Edelman to Amendola touchdown, perfect timing. I was at that game. They're, oh. They're, oh, my God, I'm so jealous. That was oh. a fantastic game. But perfect timing. They gave no hint of doing that in weeks prior to that and then just busted it out in <laughs> one of the most important games and got an, a crucial score that won them the game. So yep. it's one of those things where maybe it was so unpredictable – that it was kind of worked or maybe it was so pretty. I'm trying to figure out how I'm trying to word that there. I get it. I get it. Having your wide receiver throw the ball twice was so suspect to me. And I was like, please stop doing this. I can't have another of last year where everything's a fucking trick play.
0: Yeah, which was, I hope that's not it. It did look like on one of them, I don't know if it was the first or the second one. It looked like Myers had the option to run it because it kind of looked like he was genuinely looking a to throw it. back
1: to Brandon Bolden.
0: But either way, you still, yeah, yeah I think that was the one. Yeah. Either way, though, like you said, like, let's, okay, cool. So, like, the trick play is awesome. If you want to pull them out, if you want to pull out two against the Bucks, try to beat him, it's a big game statement, yep. Super Bowl atmosphere, whatever, sure. I don't want to see any more moving on. I mean, like I told you, I'm the biggest fan in the world of the Flea Flicker. I don't want to see that until yeah. you need it or the playoffs.
1: That's oh, it. Yeah, bust it out in like, you know, week 14 where it's some time from yep. now. But then I'd be yep. worried because then I don't want you doing it in the playoffs then if you did, did it so exactly. in the playoffs. So exactly. it's one of those things where – Put some time in between it. Because other teams look at every fucking play that you do. They have a third down reel. They have a first down reel. Second down reel. They have a special teams reel. They have a deep reel. They have a curls reel. They have a draw reel, which the Patriots run a ton too. So they're just watching specific plays over and over and trying to get the formations and how they run these draw plays and how they run these certain plays. That's just like – you you got to switch it up you got to do better than that i don't think it's exactly a play calling problem maybe it was just kind of this is what the defense is giving us steer into the skid but it, again it makes me worried you you got to run an actual offense
0: yeah yeah, you got to. I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't know. If, I don't know if they need to. I don't know if they need to just be more creative with it. Like you said, the defense are going to be staying up late watching these games, trying to game trying to you know game plan against them. What I would say to them, I think if you're going to be staying up that late, Liam, I think I think you probably need a little bit of energy, right, in order to okay. kind of stay up that late and, and keep I, going. I usually right? have to normally, right? So, guys, ladies, and gentlemen, I want to tell you, Tuck Rule takes. We have a brand new sponsor. Brand new sponsor. I, I wish I wish we had some sort of alarm, some sort of wee, wee. We have a new sponsor, guys. Coach guy sports, tuck rule takes. We are sponsored by Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy, I don't know if you know what it is. I know what it is. I'm gonna tell you, Liam just looked shocked. You know why? Because he's pumped that we have Shocked Energy on our side. Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers, for gamers, for podcasters, for everybody. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing. All your focus will be razor sharp, laser focused, like our ex-goat quarterback used to say, uh, to keep performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boost when you need it the most, ensuring to avoid all the jitters and everything that happens when you have it. I'm a big caffeine energy drink addict. Yeah, I don't like the jitters. Yeah, I don't like it. So Shock does not have them. I actually just got a bunch of them. I recommend you go get them too. How do you get them, Liam? I'll, I'll tell you. You go to shockenergy.com. Use the promo code CGSN. That's Coach Guy Sports Network. C-G-S-N. Today for 10% off your order. Um, green apple flavored and watermelon. Those are, come, those are my two favorite flavors there. They do come in a box as well, so you get a bunch of them. Um, and don't worry, they do ship worldwide. So no matter where you are, you can get it. Get your shock energy today. Let us help you gain focus and get that energy back. Liam, a part of the Patriots that brought some energy for me. How about this defense, buddy? What do you think? We're back. After the
1: one atrocious defensive game against the Saints, I knew, and I was explaining this to some guy that I saw earlier, There's so much variety week to week. You cannot expect some – the days are gone of the 2,000 Ravens where for a 16-game season, they're just going to lock it down on defense all game, every game. Defenses aren't good like that. The modern game is tailored completely to the offense. So there's going to be, no matter what, there's going to be one shootout. There's going to be one where the defense doesn't do shit and it's just all offense across the board. And those are the most entertaining games for our fans. So I was so happy to see us get back to our roots. And, dude, I, I feel like we talk about it every goddamn show – but how
0: about matthew judon top five free agent signing ever by bill belichick i would say
1: how about league wise what are we thinking as hit for him in the league's best
0: pass rushers
1: because i thought chandler jones was going to solidify his number five spot as the pass rusher in this league has not had a sack since his five sack first game so i immediately spring matthew judon into my top five pass rushers this year his numbers Sacks are good, not great. His pressures, his impact on the game is rare to see. And I watched the early 2000s Patriots where it was Richard Seymour, Adelis Thomas. They had the dogs getting after the quarterback. And there are a few with the dog-like spirit that Matthew Judon has. I mean, four tackles, three assisted tackles, and a sack, and Multiple, multiple pressures. I think I saw it earlier. I do not have it in my notes, which is actually really annoying me. I think
0: he had nine pressures, which I thought was fun. he did. He did. Yep. 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 He had nine. The next was uh, what's his name? Barmore with two. Absolutely ridiculous. That yep. is
1: nine plays that he completely took away. Whatever they were doing, they had to. It was a scramble. Whether they, you know, got a completion, got a first down, or had a good run on that play is uh, I'd have to go back and look at every single play. Yeah. But that means he blew up a play. Yeah. And that means they had to change
0: something. Yeah, they had to choke hold. It. If you look, he got – um. I forget who was blocking him, but they got called for hands in the face. It wasn't hands in the face. The dude had him in a rear naked choke. He yeah. was trying to – and, and then there was another play that didn't get called that he was getting choked even worse, held even worse, and they didn't call it, which, you know, I'm not going to sit here and bitch about flags. That's not what I'm going to do at all. But, um, you know, it's just like you said – he is disrupting, it seems like at least, at least a couple plays a drive. He's disrupting, whether he's getting back there, whether he's taking on blockers and freeing people up, or honestly, what it always seems, he's just pushing the guy right back into the it's when, when he sacked brady i think it was the first or second drive or something he sacked him and you could tell that he said some shit to brady because brady oh, yeah. kind of like pushed him off and i was like oh you fucking get him judon i was yeah um, i love matt judon i love him in his red sleeves i
1: already ordered a jersey this dude all week and we pointed out last week was
0: pissed mm-hmm.
1: pissed mm-hmm. about the only thing they're talking about is tom brady they're not talking about the Patriots. If they do talk about the Patriots, how are you going to stop Tom Brady? How are you going to avoid him throwing five touchdowns on you? And Judon's just like, I'm not worried about any of that. I have no concern. I don't think Brady's doing anything. And I was just like, this man has supreme confidence. At six foot three, two 275 pounds, this dude manhandles offensive linemen. He
0: throws them around.
1: Yeah, they can take out a lawsuit for the – terrible terrible assault that he puts on offensive tackles weekly it is so crazy and Bill's defense is perfect they move him from the inside out just like they used to the Texans used to do with uh, J.J. Watt Mm -hmm. they have them all along the line so you cannot specifically scheme to block this guy if DeMarcus Ware used to be one of the best rushers in the league they started putting other tight ends on that side they started putting running backs in the backfield, they would commit three guys to him because they knew he was always coming off the right edge. Judon, you cannot stop him. He moves in the middle. He moves outside. He's all over the offensive line, switching sides, and it's just hell. Absolute hell. If I'm at the line of scrimmage and I see this diesel of a man, like steam coming (laughs) out of his nose, probably growling and making noises, I'm
0: I'm just standing across like, somebody help Lock him, lock Dude, he, him. Pushed, he pushed the left tackle into the running back on the sack of Brady. Yes. He had the left tackle. The running back came to try to chip him. He was like, nope, push them both out of the way. It's embarrassing. And these guys
1: train their whole lives to stop him for five seconds. Can't do all it. they need, five seconds is a lot of time. A lot of time. And that's all they're trying to do. They cannot, cannot do it.
0: No, oh, it's – Matt Judon is – I mean, we've said it enough, and I'm, I'm going to keep saying it till it's not true. He is he is going to be the Patriots' defensive MVP. There's no way he's not going to be unless he takes a massive drop-off, which I don't see happening because, honestly, he's getting better and better as far as I'm concerned. He Watching is. him play, he's getting better and better. Another guy that's getting better and better that no one – I think was kind of an underappreciated signing. You might have heard him because he came from your fucking Philly trash team. Uh, the Green Goblin himself, loved the nickname. Jalen Mills. He has been getting better and better each week. Which each was week
1: a huge relief to me because he struggled mightily for the Eagles. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. Was, that was the biggest knock early, and maybe call it the first couple years like jitters. Playing corner is a horribly difficult position, and he was a corner for the Eagles. We moved him to safety, and we play him at that weird. What Brian Erlacher made in college where it's like a linebacker. They call it strong safety, but it's not. It's like basically a linebacker, but he intercepts, he he drops into pass coverage, he rushes and uh, stops the run. But he can just – He's an extremely solid heads up player. And I just think everything that Bill gave him, he's just taking it all in. Bill goes, All right, you struggled in one on one coverage with the Eagles. Your zone defense for the Eagles on the outside was piss poor. But I noticed when they're cutting inside, when they're running slants, when they're running the inside curls, you're much better. So now they just moved him to this safety position. They have him hovering the middle, and he is not afraid to tackle either. That's like oh. his big thing. He's the green goblin. Like he likes to take people out. and he does. And he as does. Corner, He hits. Yeah. And as a corner, that's all you can ask. Because most corners, when somebody gets outside, a running back gets on the outside, nope. they're like just nope. hoping they can shoestring tackle
0: him, not nope. this guy. That's, honestly, if you're looking at the whole Patriots because I kind of want to give a shout out to the whole defense. Because like I said, there's not with with this team there's not much that i'm gonna that i'm upset about because i think it was just a game where you know you had a good game of course there were mistakes there was the jj taylor fumble there were a couple things but just it was just a it was just a game you lost back to the corners with Jalen mills jc jackson jonathan jones they are not afraid to tackle every single one of them in fact when jonathan jones went out That's when Tom Brady started to attack Justin Bethel, who is a special teamer, but you had to bring him in. That's when Brady started to attack him and move down the field. Like, I don't know if the game's different if Jones stays in because he was not shutting down, but he was taking care of A.B. You had J.C. Jackson taking care of uh, Evans or Godwin. You had Jalen Mills switching on him too. Adrian Phillips, by the way. I don't know if there's someone in the league I would rather get hit by less than him. He is a beast. You have McCordy who's still doing his thing out there. I am fucking in love with this defense. And guess what, guys? You still don't have your third-round pick, Ronnie Perkins from Alabama, who by all, all you know, the scuttlebutt and all that, he's going to be pretty good. And guess what? You have a former defensive player of the year coming back in a couple weeks in Stefan Gilmore. That is another reason why I'm not – Worried about this team long-term. I just need you to take care of business until that time. Take care of next week, take care of the week after, and then go from there. This defense is fucking incredible. I don't care what anybody says.
1: And I think that's just a, uh, a harp on Bill Belichick and how good his defense is because the defense mm-hmm. has always worked great as a unit. Mm-hmm. The only time I ever really had concerns was I think it was 2014 when we lost in Week One to the Arizona Cardinals on a field goal, and then we lost a game after that, and the defense just looked terrible. John Skelton had like 300 yards. John three Skelton, balls. dude's terrible, oh. and Patriots defense just wasn't working well. But for the most part, Bill's a very plug and play type of guy. Justin Bethel comes in. You got to do the exact same thing as the uh, Jones who left, and it's just he must build an extremely easy to grasp grasp scheme mu- for these guys because they all seem to work as a unit perfectly. It's like the old saying. Uh, no force formed against us shall prosper. And yeah. that's what this defense is. They are work as one unit. Yes. Judon stands out. Yes, I particularly love Dante Hightower. Yes, Devin McCourty is one of the most underrated safeties in the league. But those are just a few stars back and forth. We stopped the, the defending Super Bowl champions on most plays with guys like Jonathan Jones, with guys coming in like Justin Bethel. Like a very cast of unspectacular names, Carl Davis, who's not a particularly good, uh, defensive lineman, in my opinion, uh, Overall, though, like this team was just – Adrian Phillips is another no-name guy kind of role player coming over and playing extremely well. Had a pick two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Kyle Duggar, we draft him out of Illinois. Love Kyle Duggar. I love Kyle Duggar. Some random school. I remember when they took him, him, I was kind of pissed too. I was like, really, we draft this guy out of Lenore Ryan in the first round? Dude hits. He hits. That's all he does. Yeah, six tackles. I would love to see his – Coverage get a little better, but again, he kind of plays the Jalen Mills, Adrian Phillips role, where he's like just a hitting safety.
0: He's gonna be Patrick Chung, I think. He's gonna I mean I mean, first of all, oh, Chung gave him his better. number. I think he's gonna be Chung in the sense where he's not gonna be great at covering. He's he's gonna get better as he goes on, but he's not gonna be afraid to get in there. There's a play. He he um I, I wish I could pull it up. He threw aside alignment and tackled Fournette at the line.
1: Yes. Like hes oh, he's beefy.
0: Oh, it's incredible. This entire defense held Tom Brady to the lowest completion percentage he's he's had on the bucks in a oh, yeah. year and a half. Fifty one point two, I think, or something like that. That's crazy because so,
1: he's been shut out twice
0: on the Bucs. Exactly. You can't you can't tell me that this defense is getting pushed or that like that, that's just, I see people, I see people saying, Oh, this team is an embarrassment. They lost to these people. Belichick should be upset. And, and don't worry. We're, we're going to talk about that. Cause I think yeah. we're, we're getting to the, yeah, well, we're going to talk about that, but people saying Belichick should be embarrassed by this team. This team should be embarrassed. What are you talking about? You have a rookie quarterback who shoddy offensive line. I'm not making excuses. I'm just laying the, I'm laying out what the game board looks like. You have a bunch of new pieces and you're one in three. Not a great record, but very, very winnable games. No game should they feel embarrassed, except maybe the Saints game. Maybe. Yeah, just a little bit. But even then, you were still within a score until the defense let up a 75 yard drive. I think that to say, if you think that that this team should be embarrassed by anything, I I think you need to change how you watch the game because I think you're watching it through some negative lenses. Because, of course, I'm not saying it's all rose colored glasses and everything like that, but but you gotta, you gotta take the good with what you're getting here. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. one thing, one thing I wanted to talk about real quick. I don't know, I don't know who, who the referee was, who this fucking zebra was, but if you ever, if you ever call, if you, if you ever call unsportsmanlike conduct against Matthew fucking Slater, the most – I don't think there's anybody in the league that's more sportsman-like than Matthew Slater, sir, you you dodo dunce. Listen, I understand that he didn't run immediately back in. I don't know if you saw the quotes afterwards. I saw him today before I came on. He said that, you know, there's normally – it's not a gray area. It's not anything like that. But – there's, there's normally some leeway that you get. And I'm sorry, I'm going to take Matthew Slater's word for it because I think he even said, he's like, I think I've seen more special team snaps than any of those refs. Which, guess what he had? He's going to go into the Hall of Fame as a special teamer. He's he- one of the greatest special teamers ever. In fact, the Patriots have probably two of the five best gunners in the league right now with Bethel and Slater. That shit, it's kind of one of those things where I don't always like to question the refs But I tend to lean towards, like, I think Matthew Slater knew what he was doing. And, again, if you watch the play, he doesn't immediately get back in. But if you listen to him explain it afterwards, seems like he had a point. But, again, it's one of those judgment calls, which is what he said at the end of the day. He's like, listen, it's a judgment call. It is what it is, blah, blah, blah. He knows the rules, whatever. I just wanted to point that out because that negated a turnover that probably would have ended the game. If he laid us. the wood
1: on that dude. Yeah. And it was just uh, – I unfortunately, I think he was in the wrong here. It's just one of those things where it's going to get called every time. Special teamers, you have a very limited job. It's not like the quarterback where you have a lot of things to handle. It's not like the running back where you have all these different dimensions to it. You're, you're kind of just running down and tackling the dude. You have contain <laughs> obviously, so don't let him go outside of you. But you're staying on the outside trying to make him go up the middle into the big group of guys. And you're there to make the tackle above anyone else or force them up middle. It's just if you get pushed out of bounds, you have to immediately fight back in. And I feel for the dude because everyone knows, like you said, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. They had two guys just tossing him out of bounds, just right on him. He got the old Calvin Johnson treatment in the red zone. Just oh, two guys oh, yeah. who are immediately like, don't do anything, don't move. I'm gonna stop. Uh, and they're just kind of like right there. And I, I totally feel for him. But dude, sell it. Maybe, you know. Yeah
0: he try, didn't pretend, sell it at all.
1: try and pretend like they're, you know, doing something wrong. That they're pushing you a little too hard. Help. Trip over somebody on the sideline, like, fucking fall and try and sell, like, that they pushed you into somebody or something like that. You can do a lot better. And if you are a wily vet at this point where he has done this for so many years, for so many Super Bowl teams and so many contending teams, that it's, like, you know this is a big game. You should know the tricks of the trade by this point where, hell, if this is happening, throw up your hands. Fall backwards. Get a penalty. Or... Cut back around all of them. He should know these tricks that I don't know because I never played special teams, and I certainly haven't played it as long as him. I'm not a professional at it. But I'm just disappointed he didn't know the situation
0: better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I. it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like, you know, he did he know better? Yeah, but maybe since he's been around so long, maybe he was doing it better. I don't know. You know, what
1: And what else? No, he, he went down and laid him out and forced to fumble. Absolutely did his job killing it. another one of those matthew slater plays where you're just like this dude changes the game unfortunately he just didn't get the call this time he wasn't in the right here
0: no yeah and again it, it, it's it, he said it himself you know it was one of those judgment things you know yep. he thinks he's in the right clearly when they showed the replay it was kind of like ah he didn't try to get back in as much as he could have you know um i do want a quick disclaimer everybody watched on youtube that's on me. Liam, guess what? I didn't have it on gallery view. It was on speaker view. Uh, Whatever, man. You know what? Whatever. Because then you know what you can do? You can focus on one person talking at once. Now, what do you got? You got both tuck rule guys coming at you at once. Now what? Now what do you do? I don't know what you do. I can't I can't tell you what to do. I've never had two guys coming at me at once. Anyway, huh? we are going to – it always gets always gets sexual. Always. Um, all right. Liam, we got to address the uh, – we, we got to address the elephant in the room. Uh, this is the last thing that I want to talk about with the game. You have anything else afterwards, by all means, we can. 59 seconds left. Fourth and three. First of all, I don't want anybody to say it was in a monsoon. I checked with multiple people who were at the game. It was just rain. Of course, it was a little windy, but I don't think people, someone must have said monsoon, and then everybody lashed onto it. It was not a monsoon. It was just raining. Again, not saying it was the best conditions. I want to get, I, I, I kind of want to get my point out there. See, see, see where you land on this. No means. You are neither. One of these decisions are are great. It's fourth and three. It is still raining. Even if you get the first down, there's still no sure chance that you're going to go down there and score it. anyway. Belichick's mind, if I could kind of think about it, which is what he said in the post game, where he was either this morning, last night, whatever. They only made two third downs, completed two out of nine on third downs for the game, for the game. Maybe he didn't have as much confidence. I don't think it was really a confidence thing, though. I think it was just, listen, 56 yards. Folk was nailing them from 58 in pregame. When it was raining, by the way, still in pregame. You can get points and possibly win. I think that, I I don't know if it's the right, see, no, fuck that. It was the right decision because in my eyes, the kick was long enough. He missed it by a foot. I get that you know, oh, you know, why didn't you go for it? But Rolls reverse. Say he goes for it, they don't get it. You know what everybody would be saying? Why wouldn't you why wouldn't you let Nick Folk get it? The dude's been on fire. You're all pro kicker. Your Pro Bowl kicker's been kicking it, you know. He proved he kick it. Was it thirty-four straight makes or something like 34 that. Thirty-four straight, yeah, something like that. It's like see, and that's the thing. He I get that it would have tied his his career long or whatever, but again, that's why you kick pregame. He was hitting almost sixty pregame in the rain against the wind, I think it was. So or with the, whatever the fuck it was. I don't care. All the things I've seen. Um, you know, it's the whole like percentage of, you know, the win percentage, the success rate, none of it's more than a 10% difference. So at the end of the day, we're really split here. It goes from like 32 or 33% to 42%. If they went for four, I don't, and I don't even know about that either, because then, I mean, you don't take into account emotion, momentum things yeah,
1: like that. I, I always hate the advanced uh,
0: foundation. Yeah. So, I mean, at, at the end of the day, Belichick made a decision. In my eyes, it's similar to the, okay, hey, do we take our timeouts before the two-minute warning or afterwards? What do you want to do? There's pros and cons to both. I think Belichick made the right decision with what he, with, with what he could do. And I think Folk almost hitting it proves that he kind of made the right decision. Listen, you just didn't, you didn't get it. Folk's been immaculate since he's been on the pads. He just missed this kick. That's it. That's, that's my take on it. I don't think Belichick should be embarrassed. I don't think Belichick cost this team a win because other than that, Belichick put on a masterclass in my, or as close as he could in coaching on Sunday night. So what do you think? That's my thought. It's a, it's a very, it's a very, I don't know. I could, I don't know. Like that's, I don't think there's a right or wrong decision. I think he just took what he felt was right and it just didn't work out. That's what happens at the end of this.
1: Yeah, it's almost a lose-lose situation in that sense. I don't know. I, I, I kicked the tires on all the ideas here, and I kind of struggle to even know which one I definitively think is the good answer because I Me totally too. get it. Like the, thir- the 34 straight makes, like he was crushing it, but I got off the plane from what was 90 degree and sunny weather to Boston weather, which it was raining. It was cold. It was shitty. Um, yeah. It's not ideal for anything in hell. We kicked a game-winning field goal against the Raiders to go to the Super Bowl from Adam Vinatieri. So maybe that was kind of caught in Bill's head. We can get another iconic elements kick. Mm -hmm. But I don't like it. I don't like it. I think fourth and three is something you got to go for in this game because if they get it, it's an ultimate defeat for the defense. And this defense hadn't been able to stop them for the most part uh, throughout the game. Mm -hmm. I... uh, I really, really hey, yeah. struggle Fuck. because it, it's fourth and three. It's not a lot. I don't trust their run, to uh, us to run the ball and get it. I no. think maybe we could have surprised them and like got the first run of the night there. But even then, I don't particularly trust it. But Mac has been immaculate, throwing within five yards. It seems super easy. And Bill specializes in running those goal line, those – need like two yards you know have two wide receivers go out and run a route technically they're blocking and then just have someone slip out into the flat and throw it to them there we saw it in the falcons super bowl with danny Amendola had two two two-point conversions doing plays just like that where you need two three one yard you just whip it out there and let the guys make a play and hell i think nelson aguilar Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne all have exceptional open field ability where they can make a guy miss. Mm-hmm. Nellie and Jacoby slightly more than Bourne. He's more of a possession receiver. But I trust all those guys to get All the, – they're huge. Just fall forward for it. So, Hunter Henry,
0: just, just kind of do a quick, a quick four-yard yeah. stop.
1: A- any of those. And we have been exploiting the tight ends over the middle there. But I just think if you get that – fourth and three it's an instant momentum killer this team's defeated whether we can go in and get a closer field goal or score I think you're far more likely to score we kicked this yeah. and there was a minute left on the game so there's that's plenty of time to do some damage when you're basically in the red zone there so yeah. I, I struggle there I think they totally should have went for it it's it's a very gray area and oh, I'm we even doubting it. myself we huh?
0: needed, you know what I think I, I actually just thought of this do you know and and i hate i hate to bring him up because it's a it's a touchy subject i think this game missed james white for that reason i think if james white is in the game i think maybe bill thinks about it a little bit more because on those third downs you all james white reminds me of the kevin falk type where it's always he would go out and kind of catch the little you know the quick little passes i don't know but i i mean you gotta think James White would have made him think a little bit more about it. I, I don't know. Again, like you said, though, I don't feel, I don't feel super strongly one way or another, because I think at the end of the day, both of the decisions, there's, there's risk. I think there's just almost, there's a little more risk with kicking it because you're kicking, but there's, there's this about the same amount of risk each thing. It's kind of, I don't know. It's just like, you know, it's, it's almost like at the beginning of games, you can question everything. It's like, hey, why did you defer the ball? Because now Brady scored first and then it turned into the – that didn't happen. I'm just saying hypothetically. It's one of those things where, I don't know, if he if he makes the kick, I still think the defense can stop Brady because they they pretty much shut him down the whole game, so I'm not worried about that. People saying, oh, a minute left is too much time for Brady. Not against this defense, though, for being honest. If we're being very brutally honest, let's, let's stop with that because Belichick – figured out how to coach against Bree, which yeah. I mean, if anybody was going to do it, we said it would have been him. Oh, hundred percent. I don't know. I feel kind of like you. I don't, you can convince me one way or another. I'm not going to be mad at whatever argument you make. It's, it's, yeah. it's
1: there's too true. many elements to this for me to have a definitive decision because if our offense was killing it, we were converting every third and fourth down, then there's okay. not a doubt in my mind. Don't kick that fucking field goal. Nope. But there was a lot of times and I'm going to bring this up when we talk about like our quarter season, I think that we had the lead, I think it was two times and maybe it was three drives where we could have went down and built on our two point lead at the time or one point lead, whatever it was, we could have built on our lead and just constant three and outs constant. wasn't getting, weren't getting the first down and mm-hmm. just quickly off the field and they were getting back on. We were just trading Uh, punts back and forth back and forth like the offense on either end wasn't working maybe it's a product of the weather but we just couldn't build on a lead we this wouldn't have even been a problem if we just could have got one more score in Mm -hmm. the like five three and outs that we had in between so that's why my confidence wavers but then there's Nick Folk who's 36 years old kicking in the rain yes he had a great streak but let's remember the intangibles here he is old he's not the first kicker that i want on this team like not the he's not a he's not a top kicker in the league in my opinion i not anymore no and even like before this like i there are a lot of kickers that i'd rather have than nick full i I like the dude he's super reliable and i'm a huge fan like if he hits a game winner for us that's totally cool but like he's i i recognize what it is he's 36 years old he's been in the league forever He's not an Adam Vinatieri type, where he's going to be playing until he's forty-five years old and be super efficient. I think this dude out of the league in two, three years. You got to know the situation. I would go for the momentum shift more than the chance of going for a deep win.
0: Yeah, and I guess, see, that's that's why. Like, I'm not even I'm not even going to try to argue a different point because, like I said, I gave my opinion, but I get yours makes sense too. Like, there's no, there. I don't think there's any right or wrong option. It's just kind of what you would rather put your risk in. What would you, what, what you would rather do your thing with. And it's like, you know, at at the end of the day, Belichick made a, made it, made a decision, kicked it, doinked it off the left, off the, uh, the left upright one more foot to the right. We're not even talking about this. We're talking about how the Patriots pulled off a big upset. They beat the bucks. They're two and two. They're going into the, you know, all that fun stuff. It's kind of, and I think that's one of the things where I think as Patriots fan, You mentioned before where it's like, you know, you see, you know, you're used to these games, you know, going down, they're trying to build on the lead, all that stuff. I think we have to, and I'm starting to realize this myself, you have to kind of recalibrate because I think we're so used to the last 20 years, the offense doing that. I don't think we're there yet. I think eventually we will get there, but it's just, it's, it's different. It's different to be a Patriots fan right now, you know, and I'm not going to sit there and do the woe is me, but again, kind of woe is me because, you know, you're so used to a certain level of production and now it's it's a little different. Things are going to look a little different. You're not going to get, you know, you you know, third down conversions all the time, but I think that you can still see flashes of that with the team, which is why, you know, kind of, kind of, you mentioned, um, you know, before we kind of give our prediction for the Texans game, which I promise you guys are going to be very, very quick. Um, I do want to kind of give out our, our little quarterly grades, even though it's not quarterly because Roger Goodell fucked up the symmetry of the NFL season. Yeah. Cause he's what a, a cause he's a, he's, he's a dickhead. He's a spineless little orange bum. Um, especially
1: well, dude whose wife has two cell phones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what? God, he, he's probably paying for the other cell. You know, I don't want to get into it. I don't like Goodell, Obviously. Um, now, with, with, the, with, with everything that's going on, give me, give me kind of your grade review real quick for, the, for this season. I don't know how you want to do it. We can really do it however you want. You can pick one thing to talk about. You can give grades to each phase, whatever you want to do, just an overall grade. I will follow your lead, whatever you, however you want to grade this.
1: So I think overall, my grade for early is, hell, we're fucking one in three. So it's not going to be great. I think I have us at a hovering between a C and a C+. Plus. There's a lot of great things. We have no problem putting up points. Now we're getting the tight end involved. The defense is obviously, for the most part, great. I just get worried about all the, you know, three and outs that we had in the box game that didn't win us the game. Yep. All the fact that our defense couldn't stop the Saints on one drive that could have changed the game. It's just all the little things, the intangibles Where this team had chances to have a better record than this, and they just kind of blew it. Yep. So I have to say it's between a C and a C plus. It's not a good start to the season. I think there's still time for them to turn it around. I but For time. me, yep. the season is already extremely suspect, in my opinion, and it is nothing that I thought it was. Hell, if we do not win a lot of games, I probably wouldn't be that surprised anymore. And I hate to say it. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I, I, I
0: get it, though.
1: I really do, though. It's just this team hasn't given me a whole lot of reason to have confidence. Yes, we, can, we destroyed the Jets. But we didn't score a fat point total. We didn't drop 40 on them. We had won that game off mostly long runs and rushing touchdowns and kind of the Jets being the Jets and turning the ball over so much. Yeah. In this, we couldn't really exploit the biggest weakness of the defense, which was the terrible secondary. Yes, he had two passing touchdowns, but it's also – there was a lot of other times where he didn't have success against this awful, awful defense. Mm -hmm. And call me a prisoner of the moment, maybe I'm too captivated by the 2020 vision here. I just – I'm worried. I'm worried that I don't want another losing season.
0: Yeah. And you know, I, I sense your worry. I can see it in, I can, I can see it in your face. I can hear it in your voice. And if you think I'm not, I'm not copying you. You can, like I said, take a look, coach guy sports, my overall grade for the season. I gave him a C plus reason being, like you said, at the end of the day, I have to, you are still somewhat what your record says you are. You're one in three. I I get you could have beat Miami. You know, if, you know, if um, if Harris doesn't fumble, you probably beat Miami. Uh, the Saints game, okay, whatever. You know, we'll call that a loss. It is what it is. You could have beat the Bucks. You know, think about it. If they make that field goal, they go for it on fourth. They get it. Whatever it is, you could easily be three and one. But again, you're not. You're one and three. C plus is my thing. I I think. And again, I'm putting stock into it. This team is growing together. I think they're going to get better as they go. The next three games, you have the Texans, the Cowboys, and the Jets. Those are three winnable games. I think if you win those three games, you're back to four and three. And then you go on you know, a couple of tougher games. you got the Chargers, the Panthers, and the Browns, which I do still think you pull out one, maybe two of those. I win. think you definitely lose one of them. Um, so I think that's why I'm still optimistic on the season. Because like you said, I know you say you didn't want a losing record. I'm not even really – I don't call it call it just kind of me thinking of like past teams or anything, but I'm also just thinking of what this team looks like. Kind of looking at the schedule too. I don't think – because I think you beat the Dolphins if you play them again. You beat the Jets. I think you beat the Cowboys and the Texans. I think you take one from the Bills at least. You know, the Bills are going to beat you one time because, you know, yep. they're just good teams. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't think – I think you make it in the playoffs as a wild card. And then at that point – whatever happens happens i have no no crazy expectations at that point my expectations are getting to the playoffs that's what
1: i what about this team even instills that confidence in you cuz yeah how? We, we should have buried Tom Brady in the box. We should have had at least one more touchdown, maybe two. And hell, maybe one of those was because of J.J. Taylor's fumble. But a lot of opportunities were missed by Mac too. And with the defense doing the best it can, we're going to win some games. The defense is going to help us win plenty of games. But they, like I said it's a modern league. They cannot be good every single game. And I would bet there's going to be two, maybe three more games where they're just not good, aren't really a factor. So there's just been nothing that I've seen from this team that really tells me they're going to even make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, you brought the defense, defense to me, that's, that's really going to be your force there. Just from what I've seen with Mac Jones and kind of like how everybody talks about him, it all kind of jives together. I think that he's just progressing. He's going to, he's, he's going to make the better decision more often than not. And I think that those bad decisions, like we brought up, the throwing across your body, maybe picking the wrong read, whatever it is, I, ju- I just think, and I, again, call it maybe just me having too much faith in Belichick or any, or the coaching, I just think that he's going to get a little better. He's going to continue to progress. I, I, I refuse, I fucking refuse to think that the offensive line is going to continue to be this bad. So it, that's, that's
1: a, that's a strong point for why this could turn around. No, once We get our stud left tackle back.
0: Exactly. And, and again, I'm not saying, because I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the schedule. You do play the Titans, although Titans just lost to the jets. I know they had a lot of injuries, but still, Titans lost to the Jets, you know, that's still a loss. The Colts, they're kind of up and down. I think you can pull one out against them. Uh, the Jaguars, I think you beat them. I think you beat Miami. Um, like I said, you pull one out against the Bills. You play the Falcons at one point. Yeah, the I Falcons should be, a win. Yeah. So, again, I mean, if you kind of start to add those up, that's that's a 11 and six team, 11 and six, 10 and seven. Does 10 and seven get you in the playoffs? Does 11 and six? It, it might, at the very least, you're going to be fighting for it. Yeah, I mean, and I I think it's going to come down to tiebreakers. That's why I think you got to beat Miami. You got to beat the Jets twice. Um, You know, I don't. I don't. That's that's why I think that they're going to make the playoffs. It's strictly I don't think that the worst parts of these team of this team is going to stay bad. And I think that even if you bring the offensive line to being. A little above average, even if you bring the running game back. Because think about it: once the running game gets going, the play action is going to open up. That's when your deep passes, I think, are going to open up. Yeah. You know, I, again, it, it's it's one of those. I'm obviously projecting what I think is going to happen, but you know, that's that's what we're doing. So i, think I the think hopeless
1: romantic in you is coming out a little bit too that's,
0: much. That's that. No, see, ah, yeah, a little bit. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you know, a I, little bit. Again, I, and then I, I'm also like I said, I, I'm I'm looking at the record. The who yeah. who who we're playing moving forward is a big part too. Yeah. Um, so I think just strictly that I think that you are at the very least you are in position in the last few weeks to make to to make the playoffs. And I mean, you do play the Dolphins at the end of the year. What if that game right there is going to decide who gets into the who gets yeah. into the wild card?
1: And then hell, I'll have faith because I think the never Patriots know. have a better chance than the Dolphins. So maybe my opinion will change come week eight. I just think even, hell, if it's a close game against – it won't be a close game against the Cowboys. But if it's close game against the Panthers, or hell, maybe even the Falcons, it's a close game. This team just doesn't seem like it can capitalize on the opportunity to win a close game. and I haven't seen it yet. And no, I think no, that's, no. that's something that happens as a team grows. So maybe they get better as the season goes on, and we win a couple close ones toward the end. Maybe the Colts game is tough, you know. We got like three weeks left in the season, then maybe that's a tough one, and they make a couple big plays. But – even the defense somebody get a pick to shut somebody out somebody's going for a game-winning drive force a fumble make a play and can't put it all on the best side of the ball like i am here telling the defense to step up because mac needs to as well just get get first downs if you get all your first downs in the first quarter of this game we win this game yeah
0: oh yeah yeah and it's Like you said, Mac needs to step up. The defense needs to step up in terms of picking the ball up. I just – I believe Mac is going to step up. How much, I'm not saying he's going to be a step below Tom Brady at the end of the year. That's not it. But I think think he's – I just think he's going to continue to progress. He's going to continue to step up the offensive line. Like I said, they're not going to be this bad the whole year. Defense is just going to get better because, like I mentioned, you're going to have players coming back. I think the running game gets better when the offensive line gets better too. Um, and not even that the the running game is still good. The bucks have a great defense when it comes to stopping the run, not the pass um, i don't i don't know, and then you know, God forbid the tight ends get more involved. you know I think that's another thing I think that's going to start to kind of build over time. It's just tough to watch this because you're so used to, as a Patriots fan, being a shoo-in for the AFC Championship. You are not that yeah. this year, so it's tough oh, to perfect. recalibrate how you think. That's you become a to certain
1: issue. standard of living.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, first-world problems. Oh God, we're not going to make the AFC Championship oh, this year. Now, again, could they could they take a flyer and make it? Things would have to break down perfectly for them well, too. Crazy things have happened. That's just it. Because once you get in the playoffs, think about it. the 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 Pats were about to beat the Dolphins. They fumbled the ball and they lost. What if the Pats are playing, whatever, the Browns in, in you know, the the divisional round or something like that, or whatever it happens to be. And Baker throws a pick or fumbles the ball to end the, or something like that. You never know. So I think you just got to get to the dance. And I think at the very least, at the end of the season, they're going to be fighting for that playoff spot. And I think they get it.
1: I don't want to sound like a, you know, a giant negative douchebag here, either saying all this stuff. Yeah, you I, are, you
0: I, fucking asshole.
1: I always – I know, fuck me. But it's just like uh, – all. I I don't even know exactly where I'm trying. It's to tough. It.
0: It's tough. That's the thing. It, it's it's just tough because, like, like you said, you haven't seen them win the close games. So I'm kind of you're basing it. See, I, I think this is the perfect thing. You're basing it off what you've what you've seen. it's yeah. going to be kind of the same way. I'm basing it off. Hopes. I think that they're going to continue to get better because belichick teams do get better it's just how much better they're going to get yeah i think that's the question and
1: in a close game i have the utmost faith in the patriots like if it's a close game against all these teams i'm going to be right there saying we can or will win this mm-hmm. and then it all just comes down to if it actually happens if the players can put them or if they can be put in the position to succeed and then seize that opportunity
0: yeah yeah that i mean that's what it comes down to because because that's that's all you're looking at you're looking at hopes and what you think is gonna happen. And I think so we both have them at a C plus, which like I said, guys, if you don't think that we need a more toward of C, but if you uh, no not, not you fucking said C plus. If you think if you think that we talked about this beforehand, like I said, go look at Couch Guy Sports. Look at the timestamp. I posted an article long before we did this saying C plus. Liam said C plus. So we're right in that C C plus range if we're gonna if we're gonna do that there. Which I think that's a very fair score for this team. Totally. A lot of good things to think. There's a lot of good things that are coming. Uh, maybe not even this year, you know, we're talking next year. There's a lot of good things coming down the pipeline, but it's just, you got to take care of business, win these close games, stop fucking fumbling the ball. Um, I, I want to, <laughs> are you, do you have anything else to say about the season before I, before I bring up our final, our final little go home, go home. Topic? Pretty sure that covers it. All right. So <laughs> next week, the Patriots are playing the Texans. In Houston at 1 o'clock, Patriots blow out. Yeah. I'm not even – I'm not – if if the Patriots lose this game, I don't care how they lose it. If it's close, if it's the refs, fuck them. If the Patriots lose this game, I will come in – not come in like, like we're fucking coming into the office. I will show up on the podcast next week. I will paint my face red and write the words panic all over. Because right. that is what how much confidence I have. There is no way in hell. The Bills just routed the Texans 40 to nothing. I'm not, I'm not saying Bad. you can beat them 40 to nothing because the Bills are better than you. Let's just face facts right now. No. I mean, you can beat them 27 to 10, 27 to 9. Dude, you're playing Davis Mills. If Davis Mills and his long-ass brachiosaurus neck beats you, Jeez. you you don't – you you don't even deserve to make the playoffs to even fight for the playoffs. I think it's a,
1: what's your score prediction? What's the margin that you're looking for that they need to hit?
0: 27, 10. That's my score. I, I, it it needs to be, it needs to be in, even if it's off a little bit there, they need to win by two scores.
1: Yeah. See, I, I had them at, 35 to like 21 where it's reasonably out of reach mm-hmm. but it's not like a total ass kicking mil- i hope they score 30 yeah mil- I, I i mostly just want to see them put up big points here they need yeah, just practice. a feel-good game yeah just go out there i need mac to have a near perfect game against a very weak underwhelming Texans defense
0: the whole team but-
1: yeah, 100%. And that, if the whole team is doing well, then I trust Mac will do well and have that baller game that I'm looking for. But David Mills, yes, he's heinous looking. He's a fucking weirdo, and he could probably wrap his neck around anyone here. He's a fucking freak. slender man. Yeah, Horrible. terrifying. But he's – you know, he played the uh, Panthers pretty well on Thursday Night Football like two weeks ago. Yes, they got crushed by the Bills, but the Bills are a damn good team. Those are very good. I just expect uh, Bill to give the usual, he's a rookie. We're going to rip him apart. We're going to show him looks that he could never even
0: imagine. So, like he said about Zach Wilson, where he's like, he, you know, he can make all the throws. He can do this. And what happened, yeah. they, they made Zach Wilson see ghosts.
1: Yes, 100% and Zach Wilson now looks great in other games, but he didn't against the Patriots. Mm -hmm. So I think the defense gives multiple opportunities for the Patriots to score more than 30 points. I don't care what the score is as long as the Patriots get 30 points. I know they're winning that game. Mm -hmm. I just need the offense to capitalize on the extra possessions, on the multiple. They're going to force three and out on three and out on three and out. They'll get a pick. There's no reason for them not to. So I just need to see the offense capitalize on that, and I'll feel very good. Uh, My overall score, yes, like 35-21.
0: 35-21. Do you think Ramondre Stevenson finally plays –
1: I would like to see so, but I don't think so. I think he comes in, like, middle to late in the season just as, like, a change of pace workhorse back, and he gets filled in there. I think they tried to spring him in there a little early on the season because of his huge preseason, and he just crumbled under the pressure. There's a lot that people don't realize that goes into being a running back, the pass protection the route.
0: talked
1: about it. Yep. Yep. Of course, and just the audibles at the line, like there, but you, everyone sees like a broken play every once in a while, where the quarterback turns and hands it off, and the running back goes the other way, and it just looks yes. fucking stupid. There's yes. a lot for those guys to realize. I think he got in there, was trying to do a little too much. He fumbled. Now he's not going to see the field for a while until they know he's absolutely ready. So they're just going to work him at practice, mm-hmm. work him in, and then he's eventually going to come in here, and hopefully he'll be much more ready by then.
0: I agree. I think it's going to be more like that. Even I'll take it a step further. I think it's going to be like Damian Harris's first year. Everybody, kind of the same thing that we're saying about Stevenson. We were saying about Harris. Why don't you put him in? Why don't you put him in? What happened? He pretty much redshirted. Redshirted his whole. I think he played like two games. Yeah. two maps or something. And, and now look. Now he he. I don't I don't give a shit about this last game in the run. Okay, I'm not going to judge their whole running offense on this last game. Damian Harris is 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 pretty good. In, oh, yeah. in this league, as a running back, so I think that's the route Stevenson goes. But again, I don't even want to see you run it that type of running against the Texans. I think I think you need to. This is one of those games. It is Week Five. Everybody knows you say four weeks. That's extended preseason. This is Week Five. You need to come out. This needs to be a get right game. Like I said, you need to run the ball, throw the ball down their throats, down that long ass neck. You gotta. You you need to make a statement here. Beat a team that everybody else is beating. It gives you momentum going into the next week against the Cowboys. Hopefully you pull that out. You beat the Jets again. And then like I said, you're four and three and you're right back in the mix.
1: Yep. This is a big game to decide the season. If they lose, we're probably fucking tagging. If we win. Oh, I told you, if they lose,
0: I am I and I am one of the most optimistic fans. I'm gonna hold you to that too. Please if do. they
1: lose, if they lose, I'm waiting for that face bait.
0: Please do, please do. Um, it it is on here. Whatever the date is, October fourth. Um, we're recording this right now. It's nine twenty nine at night. Holy shit, we gotta get out of here, guys. I I am going to wear a red, all red mask face. I'll paint my whole fucking body red. Panic all over it.
1: Going red face. What?
0: That is how yeah. Red, red face like what's his name? Bruce Arians about three minutes into the game.
1: Um, will look like the Red Skull out here with. The I am. Gonna, beard.
0: I fucking will. Um, yeah i think i think we're both on the same page you're gonna win next week you got to it's gonna be a feel-good game i i know oh all, all, it was the texans i don't give a fuck beat the yeah. texans go into the cowboys and then you start rolling for the season um 100%. liam any other thoughts before we get the hell out of here
1: i it up perfectly baby
0: yeah so uh i think overall the loss sucked but um Good things to take from it. Um, I think there's a lot to be optimistic about. Cautiously optimistic. I think that's kind of that should be everybody's stance going forward. I think you're very cautiously optimistic until they start showing you reasons to until they start showing you reasons to think otherwise. So, um, guys, Pats fans, hang in out there. Hang, you know, hang hang your head up high. You you almost beat the Super Bowl champions. You're gonna beat the Texans next week. Our next podcast is going to be happy as shit, all right? Unless I come in all red. And at that point, you know, I might not even show up. Yeah. Tuck Rule Takes might end if the text yeah. me.
1: It's certainly um, a possibility because I might not be alive. Not I, be
0: I, a- I will assassinate you and then myself. Excellent. Um, so, everybody, for Liam McDade, I'm Mike Sullivan. This was Tuck Rule Takes. They are us. We are them. We are Tuck Rule. Let's go. See you guys next week. We out. Miss
1: you, sweet feet. Sweet feet. I love you, sweet feet. I'll see you. It's <laughs> yeah